Give me love, give me love, give me peace on earth. Give me light, give me light, keep me free from birth. Give me hope, help me cope with this heavy load. Trying to touch and reach you with heart and soul. Welcome to our live stream service today. We live stream our Sunday service at 9.30 Central Time every week. And our archive services are available anytime at our Unity Minneapolis website. So Reverend Pat is off today enjoying a well-deserved break. We wish him well. Praise God. Woohoo. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the generous support of our backpack drive. We donated 280 backpacks and 75 pounds of school supplies to PRISM. That's huge. Wow. 
and we have a wide variety of spiritual education opportunities in September. And today's workshop is the power dance of a divine of your divine essence and is available on Zoom at 11 a.m. Join Pat Samples to discover your innate power, passion, and purpose through movement and dance. Yes. And then Thursday is International World Day of Prayer. Praise God. Please take a prayerful break between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. and join our virtual prayer service vigil via Zoom. At 7 p.m., be part of our live stream World Day of Prayer service. It's going to be wonderful. Our ministers will lead along with special guests, Dane Stoffer and Eden Bodner, and our musical trio, two of which are here today, Lori Dawkin and Judy Vernar and Rachel holder -Hennig. Yay, God. Live stream on our website or on Facebook Live. Praise God. MBT community is gathering for magic, blessings, and transformation. It returns this Friday at 7 p.m. Zoom in for an interactive healing journey. And if you missed in it in August, plan to experience Reverend Paulette Pipe, Pipe's meditation workshop. Oh, my gosh. A healing gathering on Thursday evening, September 17th. We are excited to partner with Unity on the Bay for, for a live stream total meditation event with Deepak Chopra on Saturday, September 26th. Purchase your ticket through our website, and you'll also receive a copy of his of Deepak's new book. And then our fall book series begins in October, and we are seeking small group facilitators. Training and study guide are provided, and sign up on our website. So listen more all about our upcoming events and activities on the church website, Facebook page, or Peak at the Week, our e-newsletter. You can also contact the church through email or voicemail. And now join. let's join Reverend Tony for our opening prayer. Thank you, Reverend Jeanette. Join me this morning on this amazing day as we begin our time together with prayer. And I would like to begin today, as I have often done, with the prayer that so many Unity churches are praying around our world today. It's the prayer for the wounded heart. So if you would join me, close your eyes if that is comfortable, take that deep breath. And today, we call upon the love that is God knowing that divine love is the greatest power in the universe. We hold in love the wounded heart of humanity as all of us grieve or rage or cry or despair over injustice and inequality. We enfold in divine love everyone who is hurting today for whatever reason. 
May we individually and collectively be guided by divine wisdom to take action to ensure that all are celebrated for their inherent worth and their goodness. May we remain resolute in work, walking the course of human rights and social justice for all. May we affirm the healing power that is divine love is restoring, healing, and revitalizing our world as we speak. We let go of any fear, anxiety, any sense of separation. We express divine life and divine love in all that we think, we say, and we do. And today, we hold our global family. We hold our community here at Unity, our own personal families. We hold our world in mutual respect, in abundant love, and in perfect health. And we affirm this all in and through the power that is that Christ consciousness within us. And we give thanks for this day. And so it is. Amen. is blowing in the wind. 
Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> I've been told that there's a change coming here. There is. Tell me a yeah. little more about well, what's going on. Well, changing my shoes, which will illuminate the theme. Kate had these made for me. They say, good trouble. Whoa. Um, <laughs> stitched. It's true. Um, if you've been with us before or a member here of Familiar with Unity, for the past decade or 11 years, we've done a September music series. And often we've focused on different styles or uh, periods, like the 60s, folk, Americana, Broadway. And so thinking of this year, I just went, oh, it's like reinventing the wheel again. Mm. But then when you get quiet, you go, of course, this is what we need to do. To um, look at times when things were upside down and kind of tornadic, there was big change happening. I've said the chicken and the egg, but I was driving here from Wisconsin this morning. I went, no, it's not the chicken and the egg. It's like nuclear fission mm. reaction. The, the arts and uh, music and the arts have reacted with changes in uh, social climate and epidemics and wars. And then the music that has been created oftentimes will propel the need for positive change along with that uh, protest or that movement. So they're just like bouncing atoms off each other, Ooh. and they create this energy. I like that. And right now, there are so many things mm. that um, need our attention, from health to economics to uh, governmental policy to injustice to racism. Um, it's, it's easy sometimes to feel debilitated. However, there's music. yes, there are so many voices that we can find. We can sing, which we will be doing obviously this month. We can vote. We can look around our small community, our neighbors who needs help and food. Mm -hmm. We can uh, march and walk. There's so many ways that we can stay energized because when one person joins with a hundred, with a thousand, with ten thousand, and we call people and give them our, our, our opinions and what we think about where the change should go, that's how it happens. Yeah. That's how we keep walking through it and have a more positive outcome. So thus, that's what we're doing. The you 60s, War and Peace. 70s, um, uh, ERA, women's rights, gay rights, 80s, 90s, HIV and AIDS, and like Aid for Africa, World Hunger, and 2000s with income inequality and systemic racism. Some of our guests this month, uh, Judy will be back. We have Anna Christie. We have Aaron Schwab. Um, we have Judy, Rachel, and I. And you know what? Gerilyn Steele will be with us the last Sunday of the month. Cool. So, uh, uh, please keep coming back this month. And Yes. And thank you, Lori, for coming up with this. I know it was divinely inspired. I know I, I pushed you a little early on because I was in the, I need to plan, I need to plan. Mm -hmm. And spirit led you, and it's an awesome 
and of course, now I get to talk about War and Peace and Imagine. So thank you, and welcome everyone. It's going to be a great month, and we are so glad that you are joining us here today. Um, and I look forward to seeing you all um, in my own mind um, through, the, through the wonders of, the, of technology for the rest of the month. Unity Minneapolis is an amazing community. Our, our core values include welcoming and inclusivity. And so we know that wherever you are, wherever we are, each of us individually on our journey, we are always welcome here uh, at Unity Minneapolis. And so I would invite you this morning, wherever you are, to turn to someone, if it's your cat, your dog, your family, whoever it is, and say, I love you, and say thank you, and give gratitude. And I do that to these guys um, and to our crew in the back. Thank you, um, and to you all for watching this morning and being part of our celebration. And now I'm going to ask Reverend Jeanette if she would come and read for us our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayer request to the, our prayer box or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they, are, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. And the word for today is world peace. And we affirm, I imagine a world transformed by peace and love. World peace begins within my mind and heart. Closing my eyes, I breathe deeply and envision my person bringing forth the love and peace of God. I see all the world's people surrounded by the healing light that transforms strife, anger, and division into reconciliation, peace, and unity. As I hold this vision, I see the entire world aglow with radiance. Harmony and cooperation heal the world's wounds and encourage love to flower in each person's heart. I carry this vision Throughout my day, divine love, expression, expressing as me, sees oneness regardless of apparent differences. Divine wisdom and understanding illumine my thoughts, inspire my words, and guide me to act in ways that bring peace to the world. And scripture says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And scripture says, I imagine a world transformed by peace and love.
And the word for today is world peace. Hello, darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Restless dreams are walked along Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light I split the night And touched the sound of silence light I saw ten thousand people maybe more people talking without speaking people hearing without listening people writing songs that voices never share no one dare disturb the song of silence that I you do not know Silence like a cancer grows Hear my words that I might teach you Take my arms that I might reach you But my words like silent raindrops fell And echoed in the words of silence the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made and the sign flashed on its warning in the words that it was for me and the sign said the words of the prophets are written on the subway walls and tenement halls in the sun Let us take some time and rest in the quiet. We all know imagination is one of our 12 powers, and some say the most important of the 12 after love. Because without imagination, we can have no vision. And without vision, where does that leave our lives? Imagination is the faculty of mind that images and forms. The power to shape and form thoughts. The imagination faculty presides 
at the nerve center between the eyes, also known as the third eye. Through the power of imagination, the formless takes form. Power is what you and I are. And with our imagination, we lay hold of ideas and clothe them with substance. Our bodies are the product of the mind. What we picture or imagine in our mind will eventually appear in our body and our world. The imaging power of mind receives divine ideas and reflects their character to our consciousness and out into the world. Let us use our power of imagination and see ourselves and our world as it truly is, created in the image and likeness of God, unlimited, accomplishing our dreams, living healthier, being successful, and truly loving one another. Let us rest in the silence for a moment and see the truth of our being. As we return to this space in time, we have one last powerful bit of Fillmore wisdom. If you have done your work, ask yourself if your desire is grounded in materiality or the majority of it Something to ponder. Only you can answer that. So, my brothers and sisters, we have all the power. God gave it to us. We are the image and likeness of spirit. And that leaves absolutely nothing out. So let us use our power of imagination along with spirit in our hearts and mind and in all we say and do. Let us create this world we are deserving of as children of God.
And so it is. And so we let it be. Amen. for today Imagine there's no country It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill
Amen. Amen. There's a quote from that famous author, Anonymous. And he says, What comes first, the feeling that there's a problem with the world or a song that voices the pain the problem causes? Sometimes it takes a powerful song to move people to act. And that one is one that moves people to act. And thank you. <clears throat> War, Peace, and Imagine, the 60s. Hmm. In 1961, I started high school. That dates me. And I lived that amazing part of my life in the 60s. I started the 60s, and this will come as a shock for some, as a Republican. But you see, in South Louisiana, in Dixiecrat, Louisiana, becoming a Republican was an act of rebellion. And I was in my rebellious stage. And then I lived the 60s, and I saw a change in myself, and I saw a change in my world. And um, some of it I, I knew about, then and some of it I didn't know about until much later. There was so much going on in the 60s. Two weeks ago and today in her beautiful meditation, um, we talked about the power of the imagination, the power to image. Last week, Pat Sample talked to us about this evolutionary urge within us to move higher in our consciousness, to step into an innovation and a change that brings a broader perspective. So as I begin today, I'd like to share with you a couple of quotes. I'd like to just for you to hold the thoughts in these quotes, and then we'll talk a little bit about the 60s. The first one is from a Nobelist, Ilya Prigojin, um, and he says, a system in balance and functioning well is difficult to change. But as a system falls into disorder, change becomes more and more feasible and finally inevitable. At that inevitable point, the least bit of coherent order can bring to order the whole disorderly array. Which direction the change takes depends upon the nature of the chaotic attractor that lifts the chaos into new order. If that chaotic attractor is demonic, the old cycle simply repeats itself, which seems to have been historically the case of our species. If the chaotic attractor were benevolent or, in quotes, divine, the new order would have to be of the same nature. And then there's a quote from our co-founder, Charles Fillmore. And I must tell you that I did talk to Charles about this the other night as I was preparing. We sat in my office and, and we dialogued about the possibility of me making some word changes. And he was okay with that. So I've made a few minor word changes. And this comes from Teach Us to Pray. And he says, when our thoughts are established in love... A divine synchronization takes place. 
divine mind has a fixed rate of vibration to which through the Christ consciousness our minds are synchronized just as the radio receiving set is synchronized to the frequency of the broadcasting station. In order to tap mind we must bring the rate of vibration of our mind up to that standard. For it is only when our mind is vibrating at its most accelerated rate that divine mind can make itself known to us. Divine mind as a chaotic attractor? I find that an interesting comment, concept. So let's talk about the 60s. It started, if I remember correctly, with an amazing vision. We had a young president, JFK, who was elected, and there was a dawn of, of new possibilities. His new agenda was the new frontier, and he was going to eliminate social inequity and social injustice and, and work with uh, eliminating poverty. And he wanted to take us to the moon. He wanted us to think expansively and think beyond our limited vision. He inspired us to do those challenging, hard things in order to improve our communities, our society, and our world. And then came the Bay of Pigs, the Cuban crisis, and there was something else in there, I'm sure. But all of a sudden, oh, I know what it was. It was the, uh, that's political. It was the Southern Democrats that sort of stopped things in their tracks for a while. And yet, things happened. Did you know, do you remember, that in 1961, the first commercial satellite was launched, Telstar 1. And within a three-week period after that was launched, we had the first transatlantic video broadcast. It was to be President Kennedy telling the world what we had done, claiming our space. Well, the interesting thing is that President Kennedy wasn't quite ready to go on the air. You know how that works, guys? He wasn't quite ready to go. And so the first thing that was broadcast transatlantically in video was a snippet of the baseball game. Yes! Baseball made it around the world. It was the Cubs and the Phillies. And then we went to President Kennedy for 20 minutes. But it was an amazing accomplishment. We also, in the 60s, as a result of this emphasis on new and, and more imaginative, more creative things, we found ourselves within things like the memory chip, which allows us to carry our phone around. That happened in early in the 60s. Changes in how we programmed computers from punch cards to basic programming language. LED lights. Direct distance dialing. Something we take for granted did not start until the 60s. Prior to that, do you remember, some of us remember, picking up the phone, dialing zero for the operator and saying, I'd like to be connected to my cousin in Jacksonville, Florida. Can you please connect me? And then they would do that. So in the 60s, we got direct dial. We also got touch tone telephones and picture phones. We got audio cassettes. We changed the way music was distributed. We got Kevlar. We got the pill and other contraceptives available. 
We got the first heart transplant, the first liver transplant. We got synthetic insulin. We got vaccinations that were to wipe out measles, mumps, and meningitis. All of this in the 60s. ATMs. For those kids, we didn't always have ATMs. It wasn't until 69 that we got the ATMs. So many creative, innovative things happened in the 60s. And it, we can trace that back to Kennedy and his dream on this aspirational direction. And then in 64, he was killed. He was assassinated. And quickly following that was Martin Luther King. And following that was Bobby Kennedy and others. Because you see, the other thing that was going on in the 60s started in 1960 as well. In February of 1960, four black students in, G in Greensboro, North Carolina, walked into a white-only lunch counter, sat down, and wanted to be served. That didn't work. They weren't served. But they came back the next day, and the next day, and the next day, wanting to be treated equally, be seen and treated equally. It took them three years to get served at that lunch counter. However, what that did was spark a movement that moved through our country like wildfire. People began to say, I want to be seen, I want to be heard. People of color stood up and said, it's our time to be heard. There were protests. There were marches, there were emergent leaders, John Lewis, Martin Luther King, all of these amazing people who stood up for the right to be heard and seen. It planted a seed in our society. And then we found that there were students who were wanting us to be aware of animal rights and environmental rights and issues that came up. And they wanted us to be aware of the inequities created by our social structure, our governmental structure, our economic structure. And so we had, we had protests. And sadly, we had riots. We had bombings throughout the 60s. After the death of, of President Kennedy, uh, Lyndon Johnson took over as president. And he was able to take that vision that Kennedy had and move it into the great society. And actually, if you look at the things that were implemented in that time, we had Medicare to help with, with insurance for poor people. We had Head Start. We had Job Corps. We had the Office of Economic Opportunity. The Voting Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act. Things that were to change the structure. And there were still riots. And there were protests. And there were bombings. Because things take time. <laughs> and we've heard that too often. We've heard that too often, was the response. It's time now. 
And then there was Vietnam. And the draft. And wars cost money. And we were told that there wasn't enough money for the war and the great society. And there were protests. And there were riots. And people were killed. There and here. And the 60s were a time of war and peace. Of destruction and creation. And in all of that, our power to image the result, what was to be, was in play. And the vision of what could be so often came through the music. It was the music that brought that understanding, that vision, that seed planting into our being. I found it interesting. I did go out and check to see what were the top 100 songs of the 60s. Billboard didn't have any one of those protest songs on there. Not one. We had the Jackson 5, we had the Rolling Stones, we had Led Zeppelin, we had Sam Cooke, we had Aretha Franklin, we had Marvin Gaye, the Temptations, the Supremes, but none of the protest songs. And yet I will tell you that probably the most impactful music of the 60s were the protest songs, the things that took us deeper than the surface of what was going on. So it has been with music in pre-Civil War. It were the, the gospel songs that the slaves sang, biblical stories that talked of oppression. Billie Holiday in the 30s singing Strange Fruit, protesting lynchings that were going on at the time. Woody Guthrie in the 30s and the 40s with his songs about the poor and the disadvantaged. There is a tradition in our community, in our, in our nation, of songs speaking to it because it touches something deeper than just words. What did we learn from the 60s? Some would say not a whole lot. But we did learn. We did learn from the 60s. We, in fact, did learn that there are things that can be created to make life better. What we didn't always learn was that they needed to be spread out across everybody. But we did learn that. Life expectancy has gone up from 68 to 80. We've learned those things. We learned that there are people out there who don't believe they are being seen. We learned that in the 60s. The hard way. We learned that young men die of old men's wars. And that's not okay. We also learned, or we thought we did, that riots and destruction don't always solve the problem. And we ought to find a better way. King taught us that. Gandhi in his way. Nonviolence. Seeing the world 
imagining it as a place of peace, a place of equality. And we're here today. Struck when you were singing the sound of silence this morning. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk to you, with you again because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence. The 60s gave us the seeds. They were planted. Some of them died. <laughs> some of them just went dormant. But they were there. And we see them now beginning to sprout again. I want to close with another quote. It's also from Charles Fillmore. And again, I have his permission to change a few words. He said, when we understand that we are always right in the presence of a supermind force that is perpetually pushing us into higher states of consciousness, we cannot help but cooperate with that divine urge towards higher things. No one can retard this universal upward sweep of the whole creation. However, in the exercise of our inherent free will, we can insulate our soul and body, separate ourselves from that urge, and thus become lost in the illusion. To join that divine consciousness in its efforts to gain the attention and cooperation of the world, we must make it a practice to join with people of like mind in every walk of life in affirming words that bind us to that mighty moving spirit of oneness. This week, listen again to the words of the 60s, the songs of the 60s. Hear again the hope, the message, the planted seed. Be aware of your words. Be aware of your thoughts. Find like minds. Find like minds and hold to the imaging power that we have to create that world that works for everyone. And so it is. And so we let it be today. Mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love here today. Father, 
There's no need to escalate War is not the answer For only love can conquer hate You know we've got to find a way To bring some love here today Picket lines Picket signs Don't punish me But brutality Just talk to me So we can see Sister, what's going on? 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 Everybody thinks we're wrong But who are they to judge us Just because our hair used to be long You know we've got to find a way To bring some understanding here today A picket line A picket sign Brother, don't punish me brother, with brutality. Brother, Just talk to me sister, so we can see sister, what's going on. What's going on? 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 I said, what's going on? What is going on? We are so blessed, are we not? We are so blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Awesome. And thank you, Reverend Jeanette, for the beautiful meditation. And now it is time for us to realize how blessed we are, how much we are prospered, and what the abundance is in our lives of love, of time, talent, and of treasure. And so we would ask you now to go into that space in your heart and know that you are blessed and that you, that you are blessed through this community and take the time to make that donation to Unity Minneapolis. You can do that through our website or through um, texting, and I'm sure that that information is on your screen as we speak. Reach into that and know the flow of giving and receiving and know the blessing that you are to us, and that know the blessing that Unity Minneapolis is to you. And so we take this time to bless that offering and to say, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so it is, and thank you for those gifts.
We give thanks this morning. We give thanks for this time together, for the music that we have shared, for the meditation, for the lesson. We give thanks for the interpretation and the technology. And we give thanks for those who have opened their hearts to give. We bless the givers and the gifts. And we know that those gifts will be used in a right and beautiful way to bring love, connection, and care to our community. And so we give thanks and we say thank you, God. Amen. Amen. What a day. What a day. We know that our prayer chaplains are holding our sacred space now as we speak. They're, they can't be here, but in wherever they are, they are holding the sacred space for us. If you have a prayer request, please go to the website, submit that prayer request. Reverend Jeanette and the team will take that prayer request and hold it in their hearts and prayer for seven days. And then as she has told us, we'll move it on to silent unity for another 30. We have an amazing community and there's a lot going on this afternoon or this morning at 11 uh, Pat will be doing her workshop on the divine the power dance of the divine essence and then there will be other things this week check the website uh, find out what it is and join us most everything is on zoom um, and most everything has a link somewhere that you can connect with us so we're hopeful that you will do that um, we have so much to do Next week, we'll be talking about the 70s and the 80s. Yes? This the 70s. Yes. It's going to be some good music. It's going to be ERA some good lessons. amendments. Yep. Women's yeah. rights, gay rights. All right. I believe in humanity is actually the theme. Title, the theme. I believe. All right. Yes. So we'll look forward to that next week. And we look forward um, to seeing you all maybe in the ethers. And one of these days back here where we can all come together well. And so now I'm going to ask Reverend Jeanette if she would come up. We will say our prayer for protection, sing our peace song, and, uh, and go about our beautiful day.
And so as we say together now our prayer for protection, the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The (laughs) I am love. Let's start that over again, okay? Just really, I just need to start that over again. It's a powerful thing, and I just need to start it over again. All right. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. And the presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine. And all is well. Let's sing. Street. 
today. I hope you had a great time. I know that I did. I love the meditation. I love the music. I enjoyed the lesson. What a powerful day it's been here. And it just uplifts me. It helps me to meet the weak, aware of greater awareness of God's spirit. So we're glad that you're with us. Uh, check out our website. Check out our website at unitedminneapolis.org. And if you're watching us on Facebook, be sure to hit subscribe so that you'll be notified again when we're live. We love you, we bless you, we behold that living presence of the divine within you until we meet again. We say love and blessings. <laughs>